Anyway, so welcome to another episode of Same Crap Different Days. And I'm already tired. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's up? You tired already? Yeah, we just started. <laughs> we just started. The pre-show should have been the show. The pre-show was the show. Yeah, it was kind of late. Yeah, but anyway, um, so what's going on there? I need a cigarette. Now I, I need cigarette. a drink, though. Like, we need to start actually bringing I drinks and starting off. I don't need fuck water. I need <laughs> a drink. I need a real drink. Because we got a lot of heavy stuff we're going to do today. Yeah, this ain't going to be real heavy. Yeah, this is going to be kind of a burden a little bit. So, Come on. Um, this is part two of our um, uh, our two-part series on Stop Shooting Us. And, um, Smoking the city. We smoking the city. That is a good one, but uh, yeah, because we've had even more craziness go on since Thanksgiving, and just when you thought it couldn't get much worse, well, it did. So uh, we're gonna talk about a couple things. Uh, as you know, we're probably gonna have some discourse, which is you know part of the course with us. But you know, we friends, we can handle it. What I do want y'all to know that y'all ain't friends out here in these streets, and y'all cannot handle it. Yeah, because uh, y'all are acting real foolish and just real crazy. So I don't understand how people expect white folks to talk to them when y'all can't talk to each other. Right, <sighs> that's a it's a problem. It's a, it, but it also goes to a respect thing. So let's so just for you, if this is the first time you're listening to us, you can check us out on um, iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio. We even on Spotify. Uh, like us, review us, let us know what you think. Uh, but let you know so. Here's a recap. So, if you're not from Birmingham, we're not from the Southeast. So, haven't been watching. We made CNN. I hate when we make national news. Yeah, that would have been all everybody. Because it's never anything good. Young Turks been all across really? Facebook. Oh wow! So uh, there was a uh, a shooting. Uh, I don't follow them, but anyway, uh, there is a uh, there was a shooting at one of our one of our malls on Thanksgiving night, uh, which involved a white officer and a couple other folks who were shot. Um, and the reaction to it has gotten a lot of um, pushback, uproar, uproar, <laughs> feedback. Mainly. Uh, and 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 honestly, I think that we, like I said last week, I think we suffer from PTSD when it comes to things like this because we just don't know how to process it and we just don't know how to handle it. Um, and the other thing I think that people think that there is a one size fits all uh, method of handling this, and it's mm-hmm. not. Which is why you know last week I kept saying. I'm not going to go down there and stand in the middle of the street. I'm, I'm just not going to do that. Because white, white people will run us down like they did Heather Hire in, in Charlottesville. And I ain't trying to do all that. Mm-hmm. However, I'm not going to shit on people who are doing that. Mm-hmm. I feel like if that's all you need to express your grief and your anger, that's fine. Not me. You know, I would like for people to collectively boycott. We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. So, Derek, I'm going to let you lead off because you blocking people, which is... Derek is so middle of the goddamn road. <laughs> That when this man talking about he done blocked somebody, I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't unfollow. Ooh, Jesus. It's just been a lot on my soul. And I can honestly say, because and the event itself was a lot for me. Oh, yeah, everybody putting their phone on silent. It is already there. Hey. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, the event itself was a lot for me. Because it's just happening, going on so much. And just from other things, I've seen 
the reaction that my mom has had, and I never talked about that. Yeah, what what kind of tell like we were um watching we were watching the news mm-hmm. and it was one of the, it was a few months ago and it was during another one of the shootings and the panel was on and they were talking and I just noticed she was crying and. Um, I was like, what is wrong with you? She was like, that could have been you. That could have been any one of y'all. And it's just, you know, it just becomes a lot. And it made me look at it in, the, you know, a different way. That's why I can understand the uh, reason a lot of parents feel the way that they do, um, especially parents of boys. But, you know, what's really been dragging a lot out of me, all, you know, is the way that I just discourse with one another. Like, there are a lot of details. There's some details we know, some details we don't know. So we arguing about, you know, just what's in the middle, right. what might be this and might be that. And it's just, oh, oh, that's been a lot for me. So for those of you who don't know, we've had people who have been protesting in the streets. They shut down the Hoover City Council meeting. They blocked access to the movies, to the mall, Dave and Busters, and... My thought process on that. Oh, they is, shut down um, the freeway last night. Yeah, my thought process on that is there's no direction. Um, the people who are leading this, you know, it is what it is. They they're doing what they feel is right. I don't think that the way that they're doing it is going to earn them any points with the other side, and I guess they don't really care because if that's what they're mm-hmm. trying to not to do, then that's exactly what they're doing. And it's also not making the other side listen to them, which is a problem. Let me jump in for just a second. I'm getting wind of, you know, there are other people, some people that have a little bit more sense that are trying to make their way in there. But those leaders, you know, how we do, we want to continue to be the leader. And, you know, they don't want to take any direction. Well, I mean, like last night, there was a great event. Uh, that was held by, um, yeah, it was it was chaired by my friend Dave Barnhart, who's a United mm-hmm. Methodist member, uh, minister, Jennifer Sanders, uh, this girl named Oya Yami. She's she. I've heard of her. Yeah, I don't doubt. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry for fucked up your name, sis. Um, and then T. Marie King, who I wanted to be on this show, and they had this thing talking about what white how white people should talk about this or what white people need to know about this. And of course, in talking today, some people got mad. Like, why white people? Because white people need to know how to talk about this, and black people need to learn how to talk about this too. But it's for for them, it's more important for white people to know how to talk about this because they are the ones who sit idly by, which is why what drives the anger. They sit idly by and watch their neighbors and cousins and uncles and grandmas do all this bad stuff and never say anything about it. Which we're gonna talk about on something else that we can we have to talk about earlier. But how do we get to out? I, I know we can't answer it, but we have to get to the point where you know the folks that's like Dave that mm-hmm. are down for the cause. They gonna do he gonna go out there and do more than I do. Right. But there are those people that's like you said. Why he need to know? Why we need to talk to him? You know what? No, that, Dave was actually talking to other white people, which we need other white people to. <laughs> okay, but there are well, you know some our our folks out there. They, I don't care. They white. They ain't got. You know, I don't, that's not gonna get us anywhere. I know that, yeah. but what do we? I just need to figure out some kind of. I don't know. I ain't know where. To we do. for what? Oh, yeah, we gotta give somebody, We gotta give the people something to believe in. You know what I'm saying? So we have to have those people that are 
you know, young black, you know, in politics, in, in school boards, in higher positions, because when you look around, we don't have none of that. So they don't see that we can get up to that level. So because of that, they think, oh, we just got to do it this way. That's all they know. But so the, you can't and really that's blame with them. the grassroots in this movement right here. That's really what they're pushing. You know, we right. just need to get out there. We need to show. We need, you know, shut it down. It don't work like that. <laughs> but but so but that goes back to and, and I'm not dogging millennials, oh, but, me. but millennials have a problem, and the problem is you can't change the rules that you did not set up. So and what do I mean by that? Like um, a lot of them don't want to vote because they don't think the voting matters, which I think is stupid. But then you want to go and try to change the way that laws are written. You can't change the way laws are written if you don't vote people in. Because and you can't do it by anarchy. They got to the point where I've done the wrong thing for so long. It's the thing to do. And you can't tell me to do anything different. And the thing about it, a lot of, like, I wish we could clown you. Like, I really wish that you were here last <laughs> week when we had this conversation. But I wish, really wish we could clown people like you because you listen. Right. I mean, hell, I learn things from you. But the problem is, yeah, so many people who you can't tell them that. Like, true story, like, one of the leaders of this movement had a great job working with the city. He he was the assistant for one of the city council people and lost his job for calling the city mayor a fuck nigga. You can't do that. Right. You, you absolutely cannot do this. But then you want to wrap yourself up and call yourself a leader. You cannot do that. Right. But... Word on the street tells me that that's quite all right. See, but that's the thing, though. As a leader, you got to know what you can do and what you can't do. You got to be able like, to You have to put yourself to that higher standard. Like, I could easily come in with my earrings in, toting my gun, sagging, but I also know people look up to me, so I, I can't do that. also know there's people looking at me like, okay, well, what are you going to do next? You know, like waiting for me to make a move. So instead, waiting for you to fail. Yeah. Instead, I sit up here and I say, you know what? Let me let me think ahead. You know, mm-hmm. you may slap me. I may want to slap your ass back, but instead, I'm just, you know what? Let me just get my shit together and keep it moving. There's people that's gonna slap slap you <clears> for <throat> me. You know what I'm saying? There's people that's gonna jump in because they see, okay, I value that man. Let me protect him because he's gonna be the one that comes back and help us get back out. So that comes to your to the point of, I guess, what we're gonna talk later on about where you fit in the. In the fight. In the fight, in the right. movement. But, but, but I mean, regardless of the way you fit in, there are already established rules. And I know we wanted the shorter rules and do it. But, I mean, if your way doesn't make an assist to anybody but you, then who's going to be able to figure that out? I mean, even me, as much as, you know, as of a rebel as I am, there are certain things I'm just not going to do. One, because I'm not trying to, I got a family, I got a child, I got a raise, mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to put their lives in danger. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to put my life in danger. Does that mean I'm a coward? No. That just means I'm smart and I want to do things in a strategic way. The biggest problem that we have right now is that we don't have any real leaders. You know, ever no. since the Black Lives Matter movement started, everybody's doing these de- decentralized movements. Like, even with the Yellow Vest protest that they got in France right now, it's another leaderless movement. And I'm sorry, but... People need leaders. They need somebody to believe in. They need somebody to pattern themselves after. Because if not, we end up with the 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 messed up riots like they had in Ferguson and all the other places. I don't know if we talked about it last week, but do you know kind of why the Black Lives Matter is not as big Cohesive. as it was, and they have these separate little factions? 
because they were a leader. Let no, me say this. Had, no, 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 no. Let me say this. They are a decentralized movement which did not have a centralized leadership. And when they started Black Lives Matter chapters around the country, all of them were different. The one, the first one they started here was homophobic mm-hmm. as fuck. You got D. Ray McCusson who started is gay as hell. And that's a, that was the whole thing about it was he actually was, was started, you know, getting some stuff together. But then when it was out there that he was gay, then it was like, okay, well, screw that. And there was some people actually here in Birmingham. I that know. That same I thing. know. Well, I'm just saying, when he came last week, he actually came last week and when they went out to the mayor of Hoover's house. He was the one on the um, megaphone when they went out to the. Um, That's what was passing out the hot chocolate, right? Yeah. Because you know some of the, even the na- the people in the neighborhood yeah. supported you know the call, so you can't say everybody you know in right. Hoover ain't support if the neighbors passing out hot chocolate. You know that tells you something. But right the, but but the Black Lives Matter people they were the people they were like protesting Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders when they were which I thought was, Ooh, that was just no dire- Ooh, God. okay. But that's the problem. But I mean, but that <laughs> but yeah, but that's the problem. For this right here, when you thing. when you're fighting the hand that feeds you, that's a damn problem. Ooh, and these young gross. people don't understand that. Ooh, I was, so man, I ain't gonna just say young people. It's some stupid old ass too. old folks. True that. That's in this um True shit that. on True the that. front lines. True, True that. Right. I got a question too, even with the Black Lives Matter thing. So I know we say Black Lives Matter when somebody gets shot, but why don't we say Black Lives Matter when somebody just graduated with their masters? Okay. So Black Lives Matter when somebody graduated with their doctor degree. Okay. So let me. So why don't we give them a reason so to show why Black Lives Matter? On the street. No, 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 no. no. This, so this is something that y'all don't understand. Different movements have had, in the modern age of movements, different movements have developed different hashtags mm-hmm. that were specifically for that movement. Right. Okay. So let me just give you an example. So Say Her Name. Say Her Name was a specific hashtag for trans women of color who have been killed senselessly. So when Sandra Bland got killed by the police and people tell me I say her name, the people who started that movement were like, this ain't about her because yeah. it's not. So Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter is a specific hashtag that was developed for a movement for police to stop shooting black people in the back. Right. What pisses me off is when I hear Negroes say, well, why Black Lives got to matter everybody but black people? Come up with another hashtag. The hashtag was specifically for that particular incident. Right. But people are too narrow-minded to understand that. So if what if we came up with a what if we came up with a what what we what what if we came up with a with a, a hashtag that said love um um love your black brother. And let's talk about that when it comes to the violence that, that we inflict upon each other. Right. That's why people have a problem when people try to make those correlations because we try to redefine other people's movements and we cannot do that. But then who who can you really blame, though? Because here's where I'm going to push back at you, though. Just like how you explained that to me when I was wondering why, why isn't there other older folks, other people that has that knowledge to explain to them and literally you're saying, wait, hey, this I'm is about to shout. This is why I'm this sorry. So Excuse because me, because because we can't keep saying these millennials are dumb, they idiots. We, and we, and we no 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 no. Let me say this. I let, mean, that's, let, that's let, me, let me let me say this. Yeah. He. Some of y'all don't listen. 
Let me not give you nothing. Yeah, let me let, wait, 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 wait. Talk wait. to because here's but, what I just said. I didn't say talk back to me. I said why can't we? See, you didn't answer my question in the beginning. I'm, Instead, you trying no, to explain no, 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 no. and over-explain no, it. No, no, I'm no, just no. simply saying answer my no, question. No, no. This is why we do the stuff we do. This let, is why we tweet the same no, no, shit no, no, over no. and over. Let me say this. I'm telling you. Let me because you want to be heard. There's a power thing with older generations and younger generations. And I'm telling you. Let me say this. Yesterday, I was going to question. Am I wrong? I'm all right. Listen to what... Will you just listen to what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? But when we do it... I'm trying to get to talking. <laughs> See, I'm just, I'm just proving my point. See, this is this is the problem that we have. <laughs> See, when, when the person has the mic, we don't respect them enough to talk because we think, damn, they don't know. They don't understand. Or, or damn, I, I know this. I've been around. So, this is what I need to explain instead of listening that when times change, we change with it. But I'm going to proceed now. Your question was, why didn't anybody explain that to people? What I was going to say was that the information is out there, people either don't seek it or they ignore it. And let me tell you why I'm saying this. This has nothing to do about anything we're talking about. Yesterday, one of my friends on Facebook tagged me in a post talking about the article that said that um, everybody in, in Atlanta needs to get on PrEP. When I tell you the dumb comments from some of her friends about PrEP were like, some of them were just downright offensive. So, even her, who I, someone who I think to be on top of stuff, was like, well, I never heard of it. Three years ago, on How to Get Away with Murder, there was an incident where one of the lead characters who was gay had a boyfriend who was HIV positive. They talked about prep. Hell, me and Bobby did an interview on ABC 3340 talking about it. My thing, what I was trying to say was, if you don't seek the knowledge, then you're never going to find it. But that's been out there for three years. How much prep work do we do in the work that we do every day? For people in Birmingham to say they don't know anything about prep, for me, I get it because it may not be something that's on the forefront. But don't say no one's told you about it. So check this. Y'all still on MySpace. We on Instagram. Meaning that's two different platforms. So if you only put it on this one place, I'm not going to look for it because I'm, I'm not aware of that. Our millennial age is not with that. So if you put it in a place where we're going to see it, then it could be seen. Can I jump in for a second? Yeah, go ahead. So, the reason I shouted a while back, y'all have forgot. No, we hadn't. <laughs> well, the reason I shouted was, first, when you explain the Black Lives Matter thing and why it is for Black Lives Matter with, um, say her name, that was the first time I had ever heard an explanation like that, and that was the first time I totally 100% got, got it. So, saying that, thank you. Going to Rashad, his question was exactly the question that I was going to ask you. Why is it when you say that to someone that's with Black Lives Matter or some other of those organizations, they're not given an explanation like that? It's basically middle and combatant, and you should already know. It's not, and hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, because y'all are just went at it for a minute. It's one of those, you should already know. Basically, what you just told Rashad, because it's out there. And you should already know if you, um, you know, doing research. But if it's not something I, you know, really am going in that moment, that's not something I'm really concerned about at the moment. I'm not going to go and research that thing and I'm not going to go and look for it. And so that's why I asked you that question. So when you ask, when I ask you that question, you basically like, well, 
shit, you should already know that. What you at? What you asking me for? And now that's not exactly what you said, but in a in a nutshell, that's kind of what what he the what he would hear from what you said was you should already know I would know that it's been out there like the prep thing. People come in here every day. And don't know shit about prep. Although I know it's all around the city. Because they're not paying that attention. Because it's not in their purview. It's not what they're looking for. But at what point do people not have to take responsibility for the things that they know and that they don't know? Because back to what you were saying about the whole MySpace and Instagram thing. The Black Lives Matter was started by millennials. I'm twice the age of most of those people. So... I know. Well, all I'm saying is that I know about it. The other problem I have is when we when people try to explain that to people, they tune out. They absolutely tune out and go, well, they sit black lives still need to matter black people. They do, but it's a different situation. It's a different situation on so many other levels than just the murders. When you think about the violence in our community, black people are killing each other because we live in poverty. We live in poverty. You don't have a lot of educational attainment. You don't have any. You're growing up. Most of them don't even have two parents home. You don't know anything about conflict resolution. So when it comes to you trying to figure out a problem, all you know is to cut, to cut and cuss and kill. That's all you know. That is a different problem than white officers shooting people in the back. It's a totally different problem. And the problem that people have is when people try to conflate the two and say they should be the same. And they're absolutely not. I don't think it bothers me. For me to be walking down the street and see a young black man walking towards me and I have to think for a second, don't be afraid. He's a friend. He like you. Because the fact that they shoot and kill each other like they do, I'm like, oh shit, I hope these motherfuckers don't start shooting. But then when white people do that, we get mad with them. Mm-hmm. That's when I said about the little white man walking the right, dog. Right, right. But, but, but my, my, point, my point is both of them are problems, okay? Mm-hmm. But we can't fix them with the same methods. The methods of fixing those are going to be totally different. Mm-hmm. The methods of fixing crime in the black neighborhood is going to be for us to have more economic opportunity, more educational opportunities for our people. Mm-hmm. But no one no one wants to talk about that because they're too distracted with the whole Black Lives Matter with the police shooting each other. Mm-hmm. You know, I, there's, not, there's no reason why all three of us could, shouldn't be game bangers. My mama wouldn't let me. <laughs> but I mean, but my point, my, but my my point is I mean, I get it. My, yeah, that we have to take responsibility for our own actions, and people just unfortunately aren't doing that. We're always trying to find somebody else to blame for our problems, right. and at some point, that's us sounding yeah, 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 yeah. It does. And I will say this though, even with the research though, like for me, I look at the fact if I step outside, if we would step outside right now, the police gonna see me as a threat. Granted, here's why I say this. Y'all may be seeing We're not as disagreeing a with well, you. But what I'm saying, they're going to immediately see me as a threat. Just You're young. Just care of myself. So, so with that, if I got to worry about getting shot by the police officers, every time I walk by somebody, though, they locking their damn door like I'm finna rob them. So, like, you creating this narrative for me. So, at, this, at some point, I just want to escape. So, sometimes I don't want to have to deal with, let me research and figure out how to do this. Let me figure out how to do this. Sometimes I just want to sit down... Emma draws is watching TV just for once is feeling normal. But like this, this, this to, thing, to do extra work. yeah, like this thing right here. I'm not gonna lie, this thing hit home for me. And the reason why I stayed quiet for so long because I could have been EJ. Because when I think about the EJ situation, it sounded like to me he was getting ready to protect his friend because his friend got shot. I op- I have I have a permit. I carry as well. Rashad. That could no, no, don't, don't Rashad me. Listen to me. That could have been me. I could have been that nigga dead on the street. Like that shit hurts. Every fucking time I get up in the morning, I gotta look in the goddamn mirror and say, "Who am I gonna be today?" 
They judge me whether I do wrong, whether I do right. I got black folks saying, oh, you ain't black enough. I got white folks saying, oh, you still a nigga. I got all these people, all this pressure. But I'm the one that's supposed to save everybody, right? I can't express myself, right? That's why this shit hurts. So now I got to think twice. When certain people come around, I hide my goddamn tattoos so they don't think I'm a thug. When certain people turn around, I take my earrings out. That's the reality of a young black male today. Better yet, I'm hit home. That's the reality of a young black straight male today. Because if you think about it, between the coaches, they're not gonna say, "Oh, he's gonna beat me up." You know what I'm saying? He, if they, if, if he's not gonna say, they're not gonna look at that. They're gonna look at, okay, he look aggressive. Oh, he doing this. I don't give a fuck about his master's degree. I see that as a threat. Let's get rid of it. Every time I see a goddamn cop, I drive with two hands on the fucking wheel. I don't care if it's daylight or night. So can't nobody tell me what the fear is of living in this goddamn world and everybody saying, oh, well, this is what they went through in the past. This is what they're going through now. I'm telling you now, if I had a choice to stay quiet and scheme like I'm doing, I'm going to continue to do that because I can be the one. If you run in the street to get that ball, I'm trying to find a different way to get that motherfucking ball. I'm trying to I'm trying to build that bridge. When I when I heard about it, Rashad, I thought about you. That's what because, I'm saying, man. Like, this is goddamn shame. Man. Why the fuck we still dealing with shit like this, man? We're we're dealing with because we don't we don't want to do what we need to do to uh, to overcome those structures. Yeah, I mean, I'm in school. huh? I said that's why I'm in school. Right, but that's, my that's but my I point but I my do. point is I, we good. Me and you good, but we need people like you to be in the city my, council. But my point my point is when I heard about it, I, I was talking to a friend of mine the other night, and we both cried on the phone because I thought about you. You when you when we talk about that time when you got caught stopped by the police. Any time white people call the police on black people for no reason, or black white people uh, pipe officers stop black people, that's fucking attempted murder as far as I'm concerned. It's attempted murder, right. and none of us should have to work, have to live like that. But the problem is, we got too many people who only give a shit about themselves, and that's that's the problem. That's the whole problem. So look, okay, so look, I think we came to a stop before. So we need. <laughs> I do want to say one more thing though, for real, y'all. If y'all listening right now, if you you young, old, you black, white, whatever the case may be, man, you got to make the decision to be better. You got to make that decision to figure out. I'm gonna tell y'all a quick story. Out of all my brothers on my mom's side, I'm the only one that sends college. I'm not the one selling drugs. I'm not the one in the streets. I had to make that decision to want better for my life. So it's possible. So I'm tired of hearing excuses like, "Oh, well, my daddy ain't shit, so I ain't gonna be shit, man." Fuck that. Trying not to have enough enough, shit, we all be messing. We trying to worry about them niggas. For real, man. But we're gonna go ahead and go on break. We're gonna take a second, cool off. Cause I'm over here shaking. I'm so damn mad. And this first time, Derek quiet. So we already know something going on. Yeah, y'all are totally opposites. <laughs> this episode of Same Crap Different Day is sponsored by AIDS Alabama. AIDS Alabama is now doing free in-home HIV testing. That's right. Right, if you can't come to us, we'll come to you. Uh, a lot of people don't like coming into places to get tested. We will come to your house and test you there and give you your results. In your car. Or the park. Wherever you want to meet us, we'll meet you there. At the beauty shop. <laughs> <laughs> you you want to get tested, you can give us a call at 205-918-8184. That's 205-918-8184. That's awesome. Don't call myself. You need some sugar. <laughs> All right, so we are back. I have a couple of chips. Yeah, put them barbecue. Uh, uh, yeah, get you a couple of because his sugar lowers. I mean, up here shaking his nerves. He's shaking because he's living this shit all country. He got to act differently than everybody else. I've been saying you just got one. You can't just eat one chip. <laughs> But um. Okay, Tony. What, what are we? Doing? No, 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 no. I just, I just really want to. 
for people to understand that we can change things, but it, it's gonna it's gonna take some time. I think somewhere between 1968 and 1990, we got lost, and it's taking stuff like this for us to get back on track. I still think that we need some bona fide leaders to kind of help lead these movements and shepherd people in the right direction. And I also feel like the people who are taking over these leadership positions need to have some type of leadership training. You can't be a half-assed leader and expect people to follow you. Right. And I am going for city council. I got to interview next week. True. <laughs> anyway. So praying at a meeting somewhere, I got to turn down. I don't know what it is. They say a meeting for a cause. I don't know where it is. Like a Muslim uh, church, wasn't it? I look, yeah, yeah, that's what it looked. It was at some mosque, um, mosque 32012, I don't know. Um, okay, Tony, what are we talking about? Well, I mean, so... We have a problem, and we need to try to figure out how to fix these problems. Right. But right now, we're spending too much time arguing with each other right. that we can't fix these problems. And my whole thing is, and this is the same rules I have on my Facebook page. You may not like what I say. If you don't like what I say, ignore it and move right. the fuck on. But I'm not fixing to argue with you about something that you feel passionate about. I'm not finna to argue with them about stopping traffic. I'm not finna to argue with people... Like Rashad, who just needs to turn off sometimes. Right. Your realities are totally different than mine, but I'm not going to argue with you about it, and I'm not going to shit on you about it. Right. That's that's my whole thing. Right, and so so I got I ain't got nothing better to do than to sit around here and shit on you about your ideas and your thought processes. And I and again, I really really hate when I see black people talking about why we so mad about the police killing when we killing each other in the streets. And like I said, there are two totally different yeah. situations. And you can't complain to But that does bother me as well. It bo- I think that's something we still need to address, and that's part of our issue. When is going to be the right time to address? So well, I think with that, though, but, even with the black folks killing the black folks, you got to think about the environment they're in. So if I, I need something, so I'm going to do What are we going to do, do oh, wait, wait. to change? Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so this is off the subject of what we're talking about. Right. But it's something that I really need to say. Because... You know, I remember back in the last um, mayoral election, the current mayor was saying that Birmingham had a crime problem, and he placed the squarely at the feet of the old mayor and the police chief. In my opinion, crime has gotten worse in the last year in Birmingham, and that's just my opinion. Seems like we hear about way more stuff nowadays than we did before. But now he should realize that crime is not a problem that he can fix. Crime is not a problem that the police chief can fix. Crime is a problem that we're going to have to fix. So going back to going back to the shooting that happened, so we know that there was a fight that started down the mall. We know everybody and their goddamn grandma had a camera. Right. Where are the black people who telling on the people who started the fight? Oh, there ain't nowhere to be right. found. Okay, okay. So, so again, so if y'all are sitting around here watching this bullshit and fuckery go on, don't talk about when we gonna care about black lives because we evidently didn't care because we not telling on the motherfuckers that we see doing the bad stuff. Right. I tell and people when you have that conversation with them. They, oh, get, they get ready to fight. They get they ready to fight. But my whole thing is these same black people who are out here on Facebook with these passive aggressive ass messages telling myself, well, black lives matter. But if you see somebody do something wrong in your neighborhood, you're not gonna say a goddamn word. Right. So at that point, you need to shut your motherfucking mouth because you're only adding to the problem. Our crime is not gonna stop mm-hmm. until we stop this whole snitches get stitches bullshit. Right. It's, it's, it's never it it's right never gonna stop. You come to my neighborhood if you want to. Thank you for standing around 16th Avenue Southwest and sell some drugs. If you want to, we call the police on your ass. Basically, and there should be more but communities. The, that but are the like problem, but the problem is when you look at communities where crime is high, that does not 
happen. Now, the only pushback I'm going to give you, know, I have a cousin that works for Homicide. I hope it's okay if I say this. It is too late. Go ahead. I get Well, it's okay. I, they know he worked for Homicide, but it's okay that I, that I put this out there. That some of those people that have, not that I agree with the snitches get stitches thing, but in actuality, that happens right here in Birmingham. Some of the homicides that happen in Birmingham are revenge killers. And we don't get that side of it, but the people, you know, from the um, outside, you know, the news and all that kind of stuff, but the people in the community know that. What do you say? What do you define it as a revenge killer now? If I I go and testify in court that you did this or you did that, then somebody, like the um, thing that the killing that was at Lime Avenue at the McDonald's, the boy that actually got killed. He was going to kill the um, kill somebody in McDonald's as a revenge killing for somebody that was in jail, and he got he was getting paid like two thousand dollars to do that. So those are not details that actually go out. So things in the community do and do happen. I'm not discounting those things don't happen. I think we need to be um, like there's an issue where we need to go to the police chiefs and say for these people that actually are testifying. We need to make sure that there is some type of protection, some type of something, yeah. because they don't, we see on CSI and on Law and Order where they get witness protection or, you know, they get an officer sitting outside their door. Here, they don't get that same thing. Not that I'm saying, you know, I'm saying the people don't need to testify because you do, but we need to protect them. Yeah, we, and need, I told, to protect, and I, we need to protect I told, I told, I totally hear you and I totally agree with you. But the, again, that problem goes back to you know, we don't have money for that because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, white people are still running they, and they don't give us less of a damn what goes in our neighborhoods because they done moved out there to Hoover. <laughs> I'm going to tell y'all, too, another thing. I remember growing up, I grew up in a private second area, and I never forget it was drug dealers that would say, hey, take this $20. I don't want you being like me. So with mm-hmm. that, you know what I'm saying, I don't know what's going on in Birmingham Street. Them drug dealers don't me. live here. But what I'm saying is with that, though, it's like if they're buying that loyalty for you to keep that silent. So with that, if we're not getting that help from the government, but if I know this drug they're gonna give me some money, I'm not gonna say anything. Oh, you oh, saying they were doing you know that saying? to get your loyalty. Like yeah. In a sense, loyalty, like buying your silence. I thought they were trying to give you so you won't sell drugs. No, no. Well, no, in that's a sense, a, yeah, in a no. sense, that's what they tell you, because uh, you know, my mama cussed why not you know, I grew up in the hood and we know that there was a drug house on the little corner over there. And one of the guys actually did me like that. My mama went back over there and cussed all our mouth in there. Yeah. But, you know, it was just a matter of I'm giving you this and telling you don't be like me. You know, go out there. But at the same time, I'll I'm telling you, to be you like I me. got some money. Right. And, you know, you can do this, too. And, you know, yeah, right. don't do that. <laughs> shit. <laughs> that's how they do. And that's why when I say to um, some, we have some people say, you can't tell me not to do something and you're already doing it. Right. I don't agree with that all the time. If I'm taking crack and I ain't got no teeth, but I'm addicted. I'm telling look, I don't. If you want your teeth, you want to, You don't need to do this. Well, here you you can't tell me you do it. I'm telling you, I ain't got no damn teeth. Right. <laughs> okay. So let's so so let's go to another let's go to another heated topic. And I'm probably gonna be by myself on this one as well. So earlier today, I saw a po- uh, uh, article where there are some. It's called Pastors for the People or some bullshit like that. Where you have these um, black and white pastors who are getting together 
and they are raising money for the people who may have lost their hours being cut because, you know, business is down at the mall, and they raise $30,000 to help these people out. On the surface, that sounds like an excellent idea. Sounds good. It sounds good until you see the people who are doing it. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, a pastor at a Southern Baptist church in Birmingham, Alabama, or any of the surrounding areas does not have the best interest of black people at heart. And you can debate it if you want to, but you're not going to tell me that these same pastors who sit here and watch this bullshit go on, who never called out the police, who never called out white people doing behaving badly, all of a sudden now they have a heart for black people. You're not going to tell me that. So when I see these motherfuckers get together with the black coons that are doing the same thing, I got an issue with that. Jim Lowe over at Guy and Light, up there kissing 45 ass and doing all types of crazy shit with these white people who don't mean us in the heart. Let me say this. I don't think that all white people don't mean us in the heart. There are a few of y'all motherfuckers that are problematic. But for them, but there are some who really are trying to do right. So when I see this, it sends a red flag. My spider sisters are tingling. Now, I know you have a different take on it, but I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, I get that you don't like it, but for what I am, I mean, there had do we not accept a good gesture because it's coming from a source that we don't like or a source that we don't normally agree with? Because sometimes, you know, in certain situations, I may not have a dog in a fight, but then once I at some situation, something occurs, well, okay, now I have to say something. Then, you know, I have to speak up. But before now, you know, I don't feel like I have a, it's not my responsibility or it's not my fight. So, you know, why do I need to ruffle feathers? And, you know, with this, a lot of, there's a lot of people like that, not just, you know, pastors. It's yeah. black pastors in our community that feel the same Who way. Who have been quiet. Yeah, they have been yeah. totally quiet. So, uh, should we, um, um, you kind know, of like not go with the white pastors that are trying to help? Or should we go and pull those pastors, those black pastors in our community that, you know, are always doing things in our community. Should we pull them out of the closet and say, hey, where do you stand on this and what are you going to be doing? Are we holding them accountable? Let me say that. You Go ahead, Rashad. <laughs> Who are Rashad going to say? I thought up on this mic. I think what, got, what gets me, though, is that why do why do these churches always wait to jump in now? After before, Now, why can't you jump in before a problem happens? Because I'll think about it like this. If you're giving me food, you're giving me whatever I need, I have no reason to go out and rob anybody. So now I'm not doing it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not putting myself in no, that situation. But you knocking on my door now telling me, hey, we care about you just because the situation happened. I'm not going to take kind of that because I'm thinking you don't do this because you care about me. You're only doing this because something put on you and it's in your neck of the woods. Let's, 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 no, let's, let's, go, let's do this round robin. Let me, let me, let's, we just go, we'll go around okay, the thing. Uh-huh. So back to what you were saying. I totally get you, but my point goes even deeper than this. They have seen black people get shot. They have seen people. I I stopped watching Fox 6 News here, and I grew up on Fox 6 back when it was just ABC Channel 6 Ooh, when I was a little boy. They paid for my school. But, but Mickey Ferguson racist ass 
got on his Twitter page he last year. Black, black. No, no, I'm not. He love a black woman. That don't mean he ain't racist. <laughs> on, he his ass black. got on his Twitter feed last year when this black woman got accosted over at Aldi's in Homewood saying the words that I hate to hear white people say. Well, all she had to do was comply. She ain't stole nothing. They done stopped this black woman <laughs> and then rubbed her up at Aldi's and she did absolutely nothing. They didn't find nothing on her. She didn't do nothing. And this motherfucker says... Well, all she had to do was comply. Why would you need to comply when you ain't did nothing wrong? Yeah. So, but so let me say this, and it goes right back to these white ass pastors, these Southern Baptist ass pastors who don't like niggas to begin with. We know that they don't. They evangelical. They don't like niggas and they don't like sisters. So I'm really on both of their bad lists. So not only that, so now they're going well. We got this thirty thousand dollars for you if you uh, because. You know, those other Negroes are down here stopping traffic, and we know it's stopping you from going to work. So we're going to give you this money because these other Negroes are causing you to lose money. Yeah. It's division. It's division at its core, and there is no good intent in it. You could take a, you could take, you could take a good intent and have a bad meaning behind it, which is exactly what they're doing. They're, trying, they're sowing seeds of discourse between black people because they want the people who work at the Galleria to be mad at these protesters for shutting down this when they should have been saying something about black people being killed a long time ago before that. And let me just say this, and I'm still wondering you research it, them motherfuckers still ain't saying nothing about black people being killed. Find it. Ooh, wonder, the, the white preachers who all of a sudden now got an interest in black folks. Oh. Uh... <laughs> Okay, since we on this round robin, to address what you were saying about the church not going, churches not going out and doing things. Now, I can say this. There are churches that are doing things, but they do things for their people. They're not reaching out. You know, some of them do reach out, but they're not reaching. They, they're, they're not doing not, what Jesus did. Uh, yeah, kind of kind of as much. They're not at many missionary, me many missionary Baptist churches are, or missionary churches in general aren't really missionary. Right. So, you know, that. so I can say they're doing some things, but not as much as they could be doing for the people that they could be doing them for. But, and, um, but that just goes back to our, should we be holding those pastors in our community, especially the pastors in our larger churches. There are very few pastors in our area from larger churches that we've heard from because I can almost 100% say in their community, they I mean, in their churches, they have varying um, um, thought processes about what's going on, and they don't want to ruffle feathers in their congregation. I will say though, the one pastor I will respect out of this is Pastor Mike McCoy Jr. Him and his brother and Darius his brother. has been doing. Yeah, you know what I'm um, saying? Like when I say he's been, he's been, he's been doing it. Did you go and find that? He's dog. part of the group that I'm talking about. I, but, I, I get it, but I still see he's still man, using him. So then, one time tell you something that Darius, I mean Mike McClure, Mike McClure Jr. is really good. At, he is really good at networking and using what. You got for my benefit. That's why his um, services at the Batwell Auditorium every Sunday for $1,000. And because, you know, his in agreement, I got to do a little bit for this sound system. That's why he has now um, Central Park Christian School now belongs yeah. to um, him. And they gave it to him. 
because he knows how to network and use what you got for my benefit and my people. And that's why I see, you know, I, I can see how he would have that influence with some of those fat pastors and say, hey, this is what's going on. And this is what I'm seeing down my um, Facebook timeline feed, a whole some of our black businesses that are um, in the Galleria and a lot of our employees, you know, a lot because, hell, he got a young um, congregation. So right. probably half of his congregation work in the um, Galleria. Right. So they not getting in, you know. So I'm going. So that's going to boost him because I'm doing something for the people that I see that's, you know, telling me they need it. So I get what you're saying, but on the other end, sometimes that church gonna take that drug money from that drug dealer to get that new air conditioner, and we just gonna turn it around and bless it. <laughs> Y'all see what I'm saying? Y'all see what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Why are you shaking your head? Let me ask, tell me. I know you haven't seen it, but the community. You know, there's this website called, um, on Facebook for Birmingham called Where They At Though W T A T. They put anything you want to know that's going down in the city. Sound right. like fucking bullshit. Uh-uh, they, you know, some of it is, but if you want to know where a roadblock is, yeah, who got shot with it, like that. all that kind of stuff, they gonna tell you. We just talked about this. What? Why we got crime in our neighborhood? Because of shit like that. Oh my god! But this is what his website is. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying this is what. And there are people in the group that you know say this is not what this group is for. But actually, that was the group was for, and they can take them out. But anyway, (laughs) they released a picture of the officer or the alleged officer and um, a black lady who was also a former officer and his ex-wife. And they have said that they got a divorce because he was abusive. And they showed some kind of picture where her beat up. But she also committed suicide last year. So, you know, they were passing the picture around. And you know how the people, you know, going to say what they're going to say. Then the girl's sister... The girl that committed suicide, his ex-wife, she came out and she said how it was just really disrespectful of them to put that out there. And people have been reaching out to her, asking her questions and reaching out to other their family members, wanting to um, know what kind of man the man was and, um, you know, trying to get all kind of information when, you know, in actuality, they're not 100% sure. The community is not 100% sure that that was, you know, the um, officer that did the shooting. Right. But, you know, they're just disrupting these people's lives, and it's still fresh and on, off the... Uh, why are you rolling your eyes at like that? Come on. Come on. I'm just talking about the girl and her family. I mean, the disrespect to the... They didn't ask to be back in, in, in this story at all. And, you know... I, Are they yeah. part of the story of dealing with who? Who? This girl. So, the alleged shooter mm-hmm. was the ex-wife. Ex-husband. Well, he's... Yeah. Her sister was married to him. So, the shooter was married to a black woman? Yes. Shooter was... The alleged shooter. Because, again, we know a police shot him, but we don't know if the police that they put out on the picture. That's what I'm saying. Oh, that's alleged. We don't know if if the picture that they're putting out is the one that they actually did. But he was married to a black woman, and it said that they got a divorce because he was abusive. 
But then she committed suicide last year. I, you know, I, I don't. Why, why would people do that? Is my biggest question. It has absolutely nothing to do with what's going on at all. Because they wanted, I, from what I saw, they wanted the family to come out and basically say he didn't like black people. He married he a black woman. But you know that uh, how we always say that don't mean you're not racist because you married somebody. Well, it doesn't but, mean that you're not racist. Uh, and that's what it was that they want. They wanted from her perspective. They wanted them to say things about him that they w- weren't necessarily wasn't true. That's what we call mission creep. Like that has nothing to do mm-hmm. with what's going on right now. You know, if it, it the sto- I've heard there's been several stories about him. One story is that he got fired from another police. Um, department for the same type of bullshit. Mm-hmm. I and heard then, that and well. then who, That's more relevant than him, his wife's committing suicide for whatever reason she did. And people need to just, that's the problem. We don't have no direction. Like, people need to stay the fuck on task. Like, stay on task. It's like the whole world suffering ADHD. Like, really? Can y'all just shut the fuck up and stay on task? Like, how hard is that? Stay on the court. Uh, just stay yeah, on task. Wanna, let me tell you, I can't be on the court where your ass from your little, when they had the little meeting and they wanted to know what you was asking, you know, after they got the little tape and stuff, you wanted them to change Galleria Boulevard to name it after him. How is that going to help the community? Yeah, How is Dumb. that going to help? Again, again, but these are the people that we're following. These are the people that we're and following. out of that meeting, sadly, you know, I was ready to hear, you know, what the next thing was. That is the only thing that came back to me that was an ask that from the meeting was to name um, I think it was Emantic Boulevard or something instead of Galleria Boulevard. I'm not coming to a meeting to uh, propose this. Why? They they haven't even... Anyway, I can't with stupid black people. That's my whole thing with... <laughs> and the, that's what I'm saying. Pro- I need... Before the, I can get into the, something. The problem with that, we haven't even got to the end of this trial yet. We haven't even started that process. We That's some shit that can be done later. It's not important <laughs> to do it now. And that's why y'all need to stop filing these dumbasses. That's just stupid. But anyway, I'm sorry. I said I wasn't going to shit on nobody's idea, but that shit was dumb. But anyway, all right, so look, we go way up. We going to break this down, going to come back, and there was something else you wanted to talk about. And the, oh, the, oh, the Christmas uh, thing. Christmas. That, that'll end us on a happy note. But I'm going to be you angry. Gonna be no, happy. I'm going to be angry about that shit, too. So we'll see y'all when we come back from this motherfucking break. This episode of Same Crap Different Day is sponsored by AIDS Alabama. AIDS Alabama is now doing free in-home HIV testing. That's right. That's Right. If you can't come to us, we'll come to you. Uh, a lot of people don't like coming into places to get tested. We will come to your house and test you there and give you your results. In your car. Or the park. Wherever you want to meet us, we'll meet you there. At the beauty shop. <laughs> <laughs> you, you want to get tested, you can give us a call at 205-918-8184. That's 205-918-8184. That's awesome. Don't call myself. Uh, a lot of things trigger us and we really don't realize our triggers sometimes. But I still got a question. What's that? Oh, Jesus. So, you know, every, you know, back in the day, it used to be Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson. Yes, Reverend Al. Everywhere. But lately, every time, from the past few years, every time one of our young black, you know, men gets killed, this Ben Crop man show up every time. But why they still keep hiding him? He ain't want nothing, Tony. He ain't want nothing. Tell me anything you want. I'm with you when you're right. Like, I can't, I can't, I cannot. Tell me anything this man don't want. 
I cannot. Um, I cannot. I have nothing to say on that one. I cannot. Uh, I and I thought about it because I was going through my Facebook and somebody locally had wanted some information and they filed for some kind of freedom of information and they got what they needed. And they was like, well, why bad man? That's why he ain't won nothing. He's too busy on TV and not turning me in no paperwork. Ooh. I'm going to have to research Mr. Ben Crump. <laughs> I know he is a civil rights attorney. Uh, he, uh, hmm, 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 hmm. He ain't found nothing yet? Mm. He ain't even put no lies on Wikipedia. <laughs> you know, you can cite mm. your own stuff on Wikipedia. <laughs> mm. No, I don't, I, I'm about to look into that, but. Now, he ain't won. That I hadn't heard of him. Nothing. Yeah, so, I don't, I don't, I, again, I think it was the bring national spotlight, which is not what he needs. He needs a good fucking yeah, lawyer. Yeah, call Thurgood Marshall. Now, call, um, what the man name is, uh, Wintermark and Keith. I don't somebody. Anyway, um, <laughs> all right. So, so baby. that, so that was kind of heavy. Five hundred, three hundred, six hundred, one, four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes, sometimes we had to laugh so we don't cry. Oh lord. But okay, so um, Derek had found some other stuff. This is gonna be kind of light to take us out. But let me let me say this. I I have often accused the church of taking the fun out of everything because they do like Halloween and stuff like that. They ain't take Halloween. Yes, they they got Hallelujah night. It's Halloween, <laughs> just like Jesus, which is a joke. But um, Hallelujah but night. but I also am going to say that you know this whole. I am not going to say that I don't believe in political correctness because I do. I am going to say some of y'all take this shit just a little too far. Um, there, tell us about the article. Okay, I'm pulling up the whole story. Oh, here I go. Let's see. Take the fun out of everything. How can you watch cartoons? No, well? you can't. Not even watch cartoons. So it's titled, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Movie Criticized for Bullying and Bigotry. And, you know, we've all seen the Claymation Santa. And Rudolph the Red, those reindeer. Those are childhood classics. So it is considered a holiday classic. Every year, children tune in to watch Rudolph the and Red, old those people. reindeer. This year, the TV special is facing increased scrutiny. It comes after the Huffington Post created a video that highlights some of the issues people are having with the story. Among them, the verbal abuse by Donner of his son's red nose. They, they're they even critical of Santa Claus for his initial reaction. Hermie is laughed at and then left out by other elves for wanting to be a dentist. Hermie was gay. During the reindeer games, the coach says, from now on, gang, we won't let Rudolph join in any, of our, any reindeer games, right? If the narrative of the story of the song well, people are calling that bullying. Um, Corinne Conley, who voiced the doll Sue, responded to the criticism in the interview with TMZ. <laughs> she says, anyone who is critical of the 1964 needs to recognize that the issues are all resolved by the end of the story. Right, 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 right. a valuable lesson for those watching. She goes on to say, the story is now more relevant than ever. And right. if they have an issue with it, they must be like Scrooge. 
I'm with I'm with uh Sue. Sue Sue, Sue, hit, Sue hit it out the park on that. But let me t- but let me just tell you this. These fucking liberals, I mean, like, I just don't understand. Like, they want to take the fun out of everything. Like, it is about bullying. It is about misogyny. It is about all the things that say. But at the end of the show, there's a happy ending. It's a happy ending and things are resolved. And that's what I was saying about but that's what I was saying about how remember we were talking about Rachel Dolezal and how we live in this 24-hour news cycle and it's hard for folks to forget shit. Like, stop dwelling on the bad stuff. Even today, you know, George Herbert Walker Bush was not a friend of ours, per se. He made some mistakes. But he made some progress, too. He went from being anti-gay from what we saw to actually officiating a gay wedding. But people don't want to give him any credit for that. I'm not going to give him credit for a whole bunch of stuff, but he did at least turn that corner. Same thing with this damn movie. It's a damn movie. Yeah. Like, what is a movie without a protagonist and an antagonist? Yeah. And it's a snore. What's funny is the um, it's a, um, young guy that's a preacher, when well, he actually plays, so he's starting to preach on my timeline, and he hadn't seen the story, but I told him about it because he has watched the movie and he said how that could have been a sermon. You know, God, the devil has set him up with a de- defect, but God set him up for a car. You know, he, he was like, that can preach yeah, right Yeah, there. definitely. He'll and preach I was like, you wouldn't believe that there's a story out that it's about, you know, they saying it's bullying and stuff. He was like, what the hell? You no cross, you don't get yeah. no cross without a crown. You know, yeah, no cross, no crown. I think we just deal with a lot of sensitive people, too, because I know we all can talk about times we got bullied and look at us now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody can relate you to it. You got bullied. So, man, look, when I was growing up, I had that big old head, big feet. Oh, yeah. Feet, I can see that. They ate me alive. I can see that. I had my ears. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Really so, like, even with I was not those, as masculine as the rest of the boys. <laughs> my acting was horrible. Christine really? I remember Did they call you Feast of Face? No, I'm oh. We were sitting in this arm reading, and I turned around to say something to her, and she looked at me, and she said, connect the dots, la, 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 connect and I remember that to this day, and I told her a couple of years ago, and she apologized for about 20 minutes, she was like, I can't believe I did that. You evil bitch. <laughs> but now, think about, like, when you was with your family, they, they had nicknames for you, they joked on you, they squigging, yeah, you know what I'm saying, so I'm like, but, we really but, but, but I mean, but, but, like, this is part of that whole, like, ultra, ultra liberal PCPC. I was watching uh, the news before I came here, and they were talking about um, how, with the last election, how Democrats have such a great story that we could be telling. Yeah. You know, they pretty much took down Goliath. You know, they, they got, we had all these these wins. And, and the guy was saying that nobody's talking about it. Like, nobody's talking about it. Had Trump none did that, that's all you'll be able to hear about. But you, Democrats aren't talking about it. You know why? Because this new uh, freshman class of, of uh, representatives we got going in there fighting against Nancy Pelosi. Like, why are you fighting against your own people? Like, yeah, sit, do sit down and shut the fuck up. Don't do that. Why are you fighting against her? Now, but that's why we can't tell the story that, about the win. What ticks me off is, like, you know, y'all are progressive or whatever, but if you were smart, what you would do is let Pelosi get about two years. And you she can't learn, live that much longer. You learn from how she didn't raise all nine. this money, because then once she can't do nothing, she can raise some money. Right. Yeah. And she can get shit done. Yeah, so you you take, you got find a couple of people to learn from her in them two years, 
And then, you know, she ain't going to want to stay there forever. People get on my nerves. But my, but my whole day, we can't tell this story. <laughs> I can't tell people. <laughs> we, can't, we, can't, we can't tell this story because we too busy in fighting. It goes back to, every, it ties into everything that we've been talking about tonight. You know, whether you're oppressed, whether you're right. progressed, we spend too much time in fighting instead of trying to figure out what can we do to fix this. Right. And you know what? We said we weren't going to do this, but I'm going to go ahead and... and, and and, and put this out here on the end. If you have any suggestions about what we could do to fix any of this, I would love to hear it. You know, because I'm I'm tired of people bitching about stuff and not wanting to do anything about it. What you gonna do? What are you gonna do? <laughs> like seriously, like what are you gonna do? Like how are we gonna fix this? You know, you people get mad when you tell people, well, y'all need to go out and vote. That's the first step. We told y'all last week your vote matters for real. We can, we 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 that's the very first step is yeah. getting changing the people who make the laws. Yeah. If you if we can't do that, we always gonna be handicapped. And I'd rather you vote for your city council than vote for president. All day, every day. All day, every day. Because yeah. what happens on <laughs> national politics doesn't affect you as much as the what stuff what that happens locally. In your city, in your neighborhood. Yeah, so I mean but but we we seem we can we seem to not be able to get out of our own way. And that bothers me sometimes. Like, why can't we get out of our own way? I think Miss T said this me too. Who? What, um, what, what meeting is this? I told your friend was at a meeting, at a, um, what you call a meeting for a cause. I think Miss T was sitting down there in the front. To my day, yeah. Somebody had turned around. Oh, this is like some Farrakhan mess. Uh-huh. That's uh-uh. why I'm nervous. That's why I don't That's like it. I saw some head wraps and all kind of stuff. Nah, he don't like the gays. Uh-uh. Nope. I'm going to have to call for him when I get Why is there. she there? I don't know. I'm, I wanted to put it on. The Fonte, <laughs> why are you there? Why we, are you there? We need, we, the people had questions. <laughs> And they showing Farrakhan on the TV. Yeah, uh, that done lost that me. That ain't no meeting that, for a call. That done lost me already. Uh-uh, these head scarves. And... Nope, nope, nope. I ain't knocking y'all Muslims, but I mean, come on now. I really want to see what they say. I don't. Okay, when well, we hang up. I never know when we hang up. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> I was saying, you had a question that she never asked that she was trying to ask in the beginning of the show that I was preparing for. about. Oh, you yeah. answered it. I did. You answered it in your rant. I, well, first of all, correct yourself. That wasn't no rant. No, it was a rant. That wasn't no rant. rant. No, no, it was an epic no, I, rant. I, I'm telling you. No, it was, I'm, it was I'm a rant. I need that, you to I'm own it. I'm going to that a release. That's what a rant is. Well, well, the reason why I didn't want to call it a rant is because now I'm out. I'm able to do what I got to do now. Rant you know relates now, really. Why now, <laughs> now, because like, I don't I don't always have a chance to do that. But you, but you should. I don't That's know. That's your problem. See, but I guess, I guess... I look at me being a leader. That was nothing. I just stuck my head up and said, "Hey, I'd be a leader." It just naturally happened. So I feel like when people see me, I can't rant to those people that are following behind me, you know, or, or following. No, I think me, sometimes you, know. you not really a rant, but they need to know that you are dealing with, you know, you. I'm still right here, you know. Wait a minute, right. I feel some kind of way about that because I rant all the time. Yeah, see, I think, I think so. Because I, I will say this though, when <laughs> I ain't even saying whatever you're gonna say, fuck you there. I, I will say this one thing I do for you when you do rant about a situation, I already have it covered. Meaning that like so you, it's like I try to create an environment to where you can rant 
and not have to wear. No, I'm just talking about like on Facebook. I ain't I'm, I'm, saying, work. I'm just saying in general, like just now you do work. that all the time. I be like, shut the hell up sometimes. Yeah, just like just in general, like work, whatever. Like I always try to create a covering, so then you got the freedom to kind of rant and just do whatever you got to do without actually taking no blows or getting shot. Not much physically getting shot, but like anybody <laughs> disturbing you from getting what you got to say out. The day I started worrying about Negroes, here comes Jesus on a skateboard. I mean, I, I know I know what you're saying, but I think like just knowing that but you have that. Me I was mean. That protection. And you are mean. But for me, like I said, I, I just, I just. Don't. I think in your normal everyday life, you should allow yourself sometimes. You're a therapist, you know this. Right. You should allow yourself sometimes to vent. Right. I mean, it might be to me, it might be to Derek. Right. And if you're not, you know, if you're not, if you're not, if you don't, I think. <laughs> when people when people vent, I think they're just being vulnerable. I think they're being transparent. Ask Bobby about my vent though. Like I ain't mean to. <laughs> but sometimes, but sometimes, but sometimes you have to, right. you know. And if not, you end up having coronary heart failure and end up busting a vein and dying. Okay, Listen, yeah. that was another point right there. You have to let it out. You do have to let you it have, out. You have to let it out. Self care is the best care. And to be honest with you, I knew today coming in. That this was gonna be the moment I was gonna be able to talk more and like mm-hmm. I, I had it planned like oh this I was this, proud this the mic you know what I'm saying I ain't I mean don't have gas in your back what, I don't man? care I get it out but anyway <laughs> but nah but on a serious note back <laughs> to the, back, back to the solutions that we were talking about the one thing I wanted to address is that it's almost like building a house when you building that house you know what I'm saying you can't invite people to your house if your house is not built so right. you gotta start with that strong foundation. Everybody knows their role, so you may have a carpenter or electrician. So I call those people and say, hey, I need you to do this so we can work together. That's the only way we're going to be actually be able to make progress. And I may be working together. And I may be wrong, but I, I wouldn't have been having them folks out there march and ain't registered to vote. Mm. Now that we can end the show. But you're right, though. So and that's something that we should um, do. What? Enrolled pass. Said that, you know, go out there. We ought to go out there. We ain't pro- y'all registered? If you ain't registered, come on. They're not going to tell you in that standing because right. then they look stupid. Because right, the sad part about it, everybody want to be sick. They're not going to be sick. Th- th- it's just like asking people they want an HIV test. Everybody on birth, yeah. everybody yeah. had no unprotected yeah. sex when you ask the bitches. But you know they were out here slanging. Oh, I got right. a lady so good the other day, but I ain't going to say it. Anyway, well, look, <laughs> we are gone. We really talked for a while. Yeah, I'm tired. I'm hungry. Anyway. Oh, we did. You ate all my chip. No, I didn't. Only ate three. Anybody got anything to say before we um, go? Like I said, I know we talked about some heated discussions today, but that's finally somebody to talk to. We all got each other to talk to. We all laughing now. And it's it's okay to talk. But like I said, you may not be vocal as everybody else, but just know your role. Say what you got to say and keep it moving. Derek. All I got to say is, what you going to (laughs) do? <laughs> I'm gonna say go out register to vote. If I hear any of y'all out here in the streets shutting down traffic and your asses ain't right out here register to vote, we gonna have us some issue. Cause you need to just. I'm gonna run over. Anyway, we out. I'm gonna buy. I can hear what they say. <laughs>